Boom. All right. We are back with episode 101. We had a great 100th episode yesterday with Mason Jones. And now uh, I'm very excited to uh, have another uh, UFC uh, fighter back on um, in Ramiz Brahimaj. I'm probably butchered his name, um, but he's uh, he's taking some time off um, due to some injuries. Um, but I've been a fan of his for a very, very long time. Um, he's got a big fight coming up. And um, without further ado, um, I'm going to invite him on here. Uh, just give me one second here. Still trying to get used to the... Uh, the software. All right, man. Uh, man, thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time to uh, to jump on. I uh, I really appreciate it. Awesome, yeah, for sure. It's my pleasure, brother. I uh, it's my second time on this software, so it is taking me a little while to to get used to. Uh, so sorry about uh, having to boot you back out and then inviting you back in. Nah, you're good, man. For sure. As as long as it's working now, it's the only thing that matters. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully it works. Hopefully we can get through this thing without any uh, technical issues. Yeah, for sure. So I want to start, man. Um, how are you doing? I mean, this whole pandemic thing's uh, kind of put a hold on, uh, I guess, the entire sport. I mean, there was a period there where no one could do anything. It was kind of convenient for you in the, in the sense that you were, you know, going through through some things that maybe we'll touch on a little bit later. Um, but now you're back. We haven't seen you in over a year and a half. So how does it feel to, to have something lined up? Uh, I'm sure it feels great. Yeah, it's super exciting. You know, I've been I've been waiting, chomping at the bit, waiting for this uh, moment for a while now, you know. And, um, I mean, it just feels so good that I finally have something on paper. Um, and uh, just, just waiting for it to come to fruition, you know. So, I'm excited. What was the uh, what was the training like throughout the entire thing? I mean, you hear a lot of guys doing more cardio. But uh, what was it like for you uh, knowing that, you know, you can't you, – you, like you said, nothing on paper. You don't even know if the sport's going to get back up. Uh, so what was it like to, to do those trainings uh, at home? It was rough, man. Uh, <laughs> the good thing was is that I did help uh, Uriah Hall out a lot during this camp. So I was going to Fortis uh, quite a bit. It was like ninja training. You know, we were like in the shadows, you know, just uh, me and him training. Like when nobody was there, it was just me, him, Coach Safe. And I, I was helping him get ready for the Jacare fight when they initially wanted to do it on that uh, Ferguson Gaethje card. Um, so, yeah, it was... It was crazy, man. It was a it was a wild experience. Now that I, I this is like the first time that I'm actually getting to reflect and think back to it. So, it was crazy, crazy. So I want to talk about your upcoming fight. I mean, Max Griffin um, is, I think, on paper the most experienced fighter in MMA that you've ever fought. Yeah. Um, that being said, he has the most losses of anybody you've ever fought too. So I mean, there's a, the, there's the uh, there's both sides. There's advantages in the sense that there's tape on him everywhere. There's also the disadvantages in that he's seen everything. So yeah. how do you, uh, how do you dissect him as an opponent? And uh, especially with that time off. So Max is a very tough guy. You know, there's, there's nothing uh, that, that needs to be said about it. He's a tough guy. He's a seasoned veteran. The dude's been through it all. He's seen it all. And uh, he's a guy that I have a lot of respect for, you know, one of my teammates for him, Alex Morono. So mm -hmm. you know, he told me the same thing. He's like, he's just a very, very tough guy. Keeps his nose to the grindstone. So I'm anticipating a, a, a very hard, uh, high paced fight with him. And, um, you know, I just I can't wait to get in there and uh, mix it up with them. The uh, the one thing that's kind of really been a change for a lot of these fighters is the uh, the audience or lack thereof. Uh, a lot of guys feed off the energy of the crowd, and a lot of people find it's a distraction almost, and they find that they perform better without the empty arena. You haven't experienced it yet, so what do you think that's going to do for for your performance? You know, walking out and not having anybody there. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's 
definitely something different. But, uh, you know, I've, I've gotten the uh, chance to corner guys during this uh, pandemic. And uh, also, uh, it's uh, reminiscent of uh, the Contender Series. So yeah. I corner some guys in the Contender Series. And then, of course, during this pandemic, as I said before. So, I mean, it's definitely it, – it's a change. I personally think it's a little bit of a change for the better. But – it, to me, it doesn't really matter, you know, crowd or no crowd. We we all have a job to do, and we got to go out there and get it done. I'm sure. Uh, I'm. I we talked. You just mentioned the contender series, and I'm sure you've talked about it a lot. Um, but I, I can't help but bring it up. I mean, you were scheduled to fight in the contender series, and then you had probably one of the most devastating news you could probably get as a fighter. You know, it's not just a knee injury; it's something way 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 more serious, um, a tumor. So first things first, how is that? How is that? Everything good? Are you cleared? Everything's good? 100%. I, I think I've been cleared since uh, March of 2020. So, you know, the surgery was, was A1 fantastic. Uh, happy that I got to be done with it and bounce back from it. So it was really, uh, it was a really, it was it was a hard setback, you know, in the sense of, uh, you know, being, being, uh, being taken away uh, from my opportunity on the contender series, but everything worked out for the best. And, you know, I, I wasn't too bitter about it at all. You know, I just focused on the recovery and during that time, just getting better as a fighter and maturing as a, as a, as a, as a man. So the past year and a half has been absolutely brutal for you. I mean, you got that injury and then finally it's like, got to fight, got to fight. Great. Then your cornerman tests positive for COVID and you're out. So kind of describe that roller coaster of emotions. I mean, you're like, finally, man, I'm, I'm a week away. I, I got to fight, and then boom. So kind of describe what it's like to, to be pulled from it, and it's kind of out of your control once again. I mean, it was uh, it wasn't a it was an emotional roller coaster to say, to say the least. But uh, it's life, man. You know, things in life they happen all the time, and sometimes with explanation, sometimes without explanation, and. Um, it was just one of those things that I just had to take it in, you know, and uh, hopefully this time I don't got too much to worry about. <laughs> hopefully we we get uh, me and Max get to the fight healthy and safe and uh, we both get to throw down and make a living. I want to talk about your background for a lot of people who aren't maybe uh, familiar with with uh, with your background in mixed martial arts. You started with boxing and kickboxing at a very young age and then kind of took up wrestling and jujitsu in high school. What was mm -hmm. the biggest, uh, you know, Thing to adapt to when you started getting into the grappling i'm i'm sure everything is different i mean you're, you're standing up you're boxing and then all of a sudden people are grabbing you it's got to be complete complete different uh, change of elements and when you started incorporating it what was the hardest thing to learn oh patience and just uh <laughs> not rushing things you know because I, I used to like rushing a lot of a lot of submissions a lot of takedowns and stuff like that and it cost me and uh it's just patience, you know, just, just making sure that I'm settling into positions and everything like that instead of just trying to jump right on anything that I see. You spent some time in the military as well, and um, I want to talk about this in, in a different way, I guess. A lot of people ask what military does in terms of your fighting career, but I want to reverse that. What did BJJ boxing, kickboxing, how did that help you when it came to transitioning into the military? Um, well, they both went hand in hand with each other, you know, just the discipline uh, that I learned from from both aspects, you know, uh, the discipline that I learned from uh, MMA and, and everything in MMA and around it with the weight cutting with, 
with making sure I'm on top of my diet, I'm on top of my consistent training and everything like that. And it's the same thing, the uh, uniformity of the army that, uh, like I said, they went hand in hand with each other and they, uh, they made me a better fighter and in turn uh, fighting made me a better soldier. Do you think that's something that maybe that should be incorporated into military training, like jiu-jitsu or, or boxing or something like that? 100%. I'm a big advocate for, uh, you know, law enforcement and uh, military and just first responders in general to know how to how to train and how to defend themselves and not only defend themselves, but also learn how to defuse situations. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's normal, you know, when you fight, you train, you just become naturally, you become a lot more calmer, you know, you become more cerebral, so... I definitely, I'm a big advocate for that. Yeah, I uh, I agree 100%. I mean, it's definitely humbling as well. I mean, you, I was someone who, uh, you know, watched UFC. And I was like, I can do all this stuff. You go into the gym and you get thrown, <laughs> you get thrown around. Uh, and I think it's important. I think it's important not just for military, but also like police officers and whatnot. I, I agree with you 100%. I think it's very important. And it's nice to hear that from someone who did serve for the country. For sure. Yeah, of course. I want to talk about Fortis MMA. I mean, it's kind of the past few years, it's really taken off with guys like you, Jeff Neal, uh, Uriah Hall, the list goes on and on. So what's the secret there? What, what's going on there? Is it the brilliance of the coaching? Is it the, 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 the community type feel within the, uh, within the gym? What is it? It's, it's a little bit of everything, you know, um, I'll, I, it, it reminds me a lot of the military, you know, there's always, uh, there's always order and uh, there's always uniformity, you know, and uh, nobody is above the team and uh, nobody's beneath the team. So it's just, it's, it's a beautiful balance that we have going on there. And uh, of course it's you pair that with hard work. You pair that with coach saves brilliance and everybody showing up on time, everybody working hard all for their same goals. And you know, I mean, it's just, it's something special to be a part of hundred percent. Something that I'm thankful and grateful to be a part of. Who was, who's your biggest um, training partner? Who has helped you the most for this camp? Oh, man, Jeff Neal, 100%. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, has been there, uh, Jeff has been there a lot for me. So, you know, I'm just happy to, to return the favor for him too. Uh, but Jeff has definitely helped me out. He's going to be in my corner as well. He's a very solid guy, man. I have nothing but good to say about that guy. He's taught me a lot. He's helped me out a lot. And, uh, you know, just grinding with that guy and just seeing how he grinds and just handles his business, it's, it's a big motivating factor for me. His injury as well. I mean, I'm sure you played a huge part in kind of helping him overcome that. I mean, he went through something devastating, and you you hate to hear it. As someone and close friend, I guess, what was your message to him when you heard about it? Uh, I just wanted him to stay strong. I know he's a, he's a fighter. He's a warrior through and through, and he, he would make it through those hard times. There's no doubt in my mind, you know. Um, we've all seen each other go through adversity. We've all seen each other bounce back from adversity, and uh, – I think Jeff Neal is going to do a lot of special things, and uh, he, he has a he has a very bright future ahead of him. He's mentioned his future. What do you think is next for him? I mean, he's right there, man. Top ten, top fifteen. I think everyone yeah. wants to avoid the guy. I mean, he's kind yeah. of reminds me of like uh, Ryan Hall at featherweight. Nobody wants a piece of him. Yeah. Uh, do you do you blame him? I don't blame him. <laughs> I train with Jeff Neal every day, man. Uh, good luck. Good luck. That's all I got to tell those other guys is good luck. I mean. Jeff Neal's a problem everywhere, man. You know, I know a lot of people, they they, they know him for his world-class striking, but just as much as the guy's a striker, the guy is exceptional as a grappler, as a wrestler. He's very, very strong, and uh, his positional awareness on the on the, on the the mat is, is something to watch out for. So my best advice is for the top five, you guys, uh, you guys either fight him or give up your spot. 
uh, man, uh, everybody's avoiding him. Everybody, I don't blame them, man. He's scary. I mean, his performance over Mike Perry showed it. Oh yeah. I mean, the, the that, guy that, that, that doesn't that doesn't even that's not even the tip of the iceberg. I mean, that guy has so many weapons. It's not even funny. Yeah, he's. I mean, I I, I don't blame them for avoiding him either. Another guy who everybody seemed to uh, be scared of for a long time is Khabib Nurmagomedov. Now he's a champion, and you have no choice but to fight him. Oh, yeah. The only guy who I think is crazy enough to get in there and potentially beat him is Justin Gaethje. That fight's next weekend. What's your prediction for that fight? I don't know, man. I mean, uh, I have a lot of love for both guys. I think uh, Gaethje's a formidable contender, and, um, you know, when you're at the top like that, every newcomer, every contender, everybody that that's 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 essentially coming for your top spot is going to be dangerous. And just as Poirier was dangerous, just as even Connor was dangerous, I see Gaethje posing a major major threat. And um, especially at 155, it's never going to get easy. So uh, for me to sit here and say, "Oh, Gaethje doesn't have a chance," it's a lie. Gaethje has a very big chance. Um, he could definitely pull the upset. But in the same in the same hand, I could also see Khabib uh, taking him out as well. I mean, it's just the volatility of the sport and the way that things have been going. You just it's you don't know what's gonna happen. But I mean, uh, I would give Khabib just a slight edge, just a slight favorite, and I mean not by not by much, just because I know the volatility of the sport and I know how things go and I know how much of a madman Gaethje he is, and that's why I got a lot of love for that guy and I got a lot of love for Khabib too. Yeah, I, I love the fight. I keep going back and forth. The more I think about it, the the, the more confused I get about making yeah. a pick. Same, I'm always bad at making picks, man. I'm, I'm always off. I don't make picks. I don't make picks at all, man. I just watch fights and I enjoy them. You know, I, I don't bet. I, I don't bet on fights. I've never been a gambler, man. So I just look at fights. I, I, I look at statistics and stuff like that. And I'm, I'll make a little prediction. I'll be like, ah, maybe he might, but... Then again, I sit back and I watch the fight and I enjoy the fight and uh, I watch the men at work. I want to take things full circle. I mean, you talked about your military background and everything. What has this sport done for you in terms of as an individual, uh, as an athlete? And uh, more importantly, what has the team that you're surrounding yourself with done for you on a personal note? It's done everything for me. It's uh, completely changed my life. Coach Dave has changed my life. being at the gym every day has changed my life in every aspect of it, you know, financially, uh, physically, mentally, everything, you know, just, just being there every single day. I'm in, I'm in the gym day in and day out and, um, being there and just, just taking it all in, being as absorbent as possible and, uh, growing, growing, uh, this sport has taught me a lot about myself and, uh, you know, I'm very proud of it, and I'm very happy that I have it. It's been a major outlet for, like, it's been a getaway for me sometimes. You know, when when things get rough in the outside world, I could always just turn back and go to the gym, and it's like my escape, you know? It's my escape from a lot of, a lot of crazy stuff going on. All right. Well, it looks like we, we, we got cut off there at the end, but, uh, I mean, I think the message is clear from him. I mean, the sport has done a lot for him. The team has done a lot for him. And you can expect great things from him as well as the entire team uh, there at Fortis. He's a uh, – I mean, I've been a fan of his for a long time. Uh, his uh, his layoff has been uh, well <laughs> – it's been, it's been extremely long. 
and uh, I can't wait for his return. I mean, he's got a big fight coming up, and I think we just got him back, actually. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. There it is. <laughs> there it is. There, I was trying to improvise. I was like, maybe I'll get him back. Maybe it's over. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, nah, man, happy to be back. <laughs> All right, I'll ask you a couple more questions, and then I'll, and then I'll let you get going here. Sure. Um, so I kind of built this platform uh, a couple years ago by just making – uh, matchups after every fight, I'd say this guy should fight this guy. And I know you've got a, a big fight coming up, so I don't want you to think too far into the future. But if you had one dream matchup, you just say, you know what, before your career is said and done, whether it's in the cage, outside the cage, you'd like to test your skills against one athlete, whether it be someone you idolize or someone you dislike. Is there one person that you're like, you know what, before all said and done, I'd like to say I fought this person? Of course, I, I never like to look into the future. Um, I like to live in the present. And, uh, you know, I, I would never disrespect any of my opponents yeah. that I'm fighting, especially not the one that I have uh, ahead of me November 7th. But if there was one guy before I retired that I would love to fight, I know it'll probably never happen. Um, <clears throat> but, man, it would have to be GSP. I mean, yeah. to me, he's the greatest of all time. And he he embodies what a true mixed martial artist is in, in every facet of being a mixed martial artist. So, I mean, if I had the uh, privilege to fight George St. Pierre and share the same, uh, share the same cage as him, I would love that. But I mean, uh, you know, it's a little bit too far fetched, but a man could dream, right? <laughs> as a Canadian, there's nothing I like to hear more than George St. Pierre is the greatest of all time. Oh, I love man, that. hundred percent. He's the goat. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody else in that conversation. I mean, the stuff that that guy's done. He's came back. He's won two titles, and uh, I mean, he's just he's class act through and through. You know. Yeah. Hundred percent. That being said, um, you described George St. Pierre. You described Jeff Neal. For people who haven't seen you fight yet, what can they expect from you when you fight Max Griffin? Uh, it's gonna be an awesome fight. You know, uh, I like I like to pride myself as. Uh, hard-nosed fighter. I like to get right to the nitty-gritty, and uh, I get down, I fight, you know? That's what I love to do, and uh, I always put on exciting fights. I've never been in a boring fight. I like to credit myself, and, uh, you know, I don't want to jinx it, God forbid. I hope I'm never in a boring fight in my life. I hope I'm always in an electrifying fight, and I'm always keeping fans on the edge of their seat, and uh, that's what I bring to the table. I love it, man. I've been a fan of yours for a long time, and I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you came on. Uh, I appreciate it. And best of luck, man. And and try to stay safe. Make sure you're nobody test positive this time. And hopefully you oh, can no, avoid. No, God forbid, man. Hey, I'm, I'm knocking. I'm doing all the superstitious <laughs> stuff. Knocking on glass. Knocking on wood. Everything, man. All right, man. All the best. Stay safe. And uh, hopefully your uh, your luck turns around here in a big way. And uh, all the best. Thank you so much, guys. Take care. All right, there you have it. I've been a fan of his for for quite some time. I, uh, I appreciate him coming on. Um, look forward to his fight. He's uh, he's an absolute dog, uh, just like everybody there at Fortis. So expect great things from him. Like always, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And make sure you, fuddy, you, you follow uh, Bloody Canvas MMA if you haven't yet. Till next time, thank you, and I'll see you guys later.